At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. It's Season 1, Episode 147, a Circus Sports Cavalcade. That's right, we've got the heavy hitters from Circus Sports, and we're going to lead off with Matt Metcalf for the first 20 minutes. In about 35 minutes, Jeff Davis is going to join the program, working with Circus Sports, now former director at Caesars. And then for the final segment, we'll have Jeff Benson on, the living le- legend. That's correct. He'll be in studio, discuss the contest, and a preview of the NFL but we'll start with Matt Metcalf, director at Circus Sports. Matt, you launched Circus Sports June 1st, 2019. You've been operating for two full years now. When you look back to what your vision was for Circus Sports, would you say at this point now, August of 2020, 2021, that you're on track, ahead of pace, or behind pace for what you wanted to do with this product? Well, first off, thanks for having me to the show today. Um, as I told you when we first got here, uh, I'm going to do my best to not make this sound like a Circus Sports infomercial, but Mike Palm asked such great questions that it leads me to talking about myself and talking about what we do here at Circa so passionately that it sometimes comes off like that. So I apologize to all the listeners before I start. Um, you know, in terms of a timeline or time, like what I pictured and the vision going forward when I started the job, you know, I had a rough idea of what we wanted to be. We wanted to be a book that focused on customer service, focused on transparency, and focused most of all on being fair and offering consistent limits. Um, I think we've done that so far. The thing that's interesting to me as we go along is I think 
my vision changes kind of as we go and kind of how I see the market react to us and just as I see the product kind of like float in the marketplace. And so, you know, one interesting part about this is um, we kind of got into this thinking the bigger, the better. The more stuff we can put on the board, the better. Um, I've changed my thought process in that. And it's not a long-term change. It's more of a short-term change and a short-term adjustment. We have such incredibly talented bookmakers in the back who can book world-class at these high limits we offer and, and really just are incredible what they do. That said, I don't want to stretch these guys too thin. And so I found myself to some degree tightening up the board a little and not wanting to kind of, you know, compete against other brands that are kind of, you know, always going to beat us in terms of sheer size of menu. So I really want to focus on quality over quantity. And, you know, that's probably one of the main complaints we get from customers is why don't you have this on the board? Why don't you have this on the board? And it's not that we don't want to have that. It's that we don't want to sacrifice the quality of our product and the limits we offer. And so my long-term goal would be that we can apply our approach to every single thing on the menu and offer as big a menu as our competitors. But short term, you know, we have to know our limitations. And, you know, I was talking to somebody about, about this on Twitter this morning. And we recognize right now that our, that our tech and our staffing is a limitation. And we're going to play within that and play to our strengths. From the prism of expansion, been in Colorado, soon to launch in Iowa, most likely mid-September. Several other books here uh, you're providing services for in town. Maybe some outreach to northern Nevada, other states negotiating with. Are you happy with the width, the breadth of the expansion so far? Are you, are you going at the pace you wanted to go, or would you like to see us be in more states already? It's, it's a good pace, and I, and I would say, you know, our owner... Derek Stevens is very excited to grow the Circus Sports brand and bring it to everyone around the country. Um, it's been kind of a push and pull. He wants to grow as fast as we can, and I'm probably sitting there trying to hold him back a little in terms of excitement because I want to I perfect the product and what we do, and I want the version of Circus Sports that rolls out across the country to be you know, everything it can be and everything it should be. So I think we're expanding at the right pace right now. We're in Colorado, like you said. We're about to launch in Iowa. I like the pace we're at, about one, one state per year. And granted, that'll probably pick up at some point. But, you know, I hope as we move along down the road, we're, we're tighter and got a better version of what we do and can kind of bring a, a great circuit to everybody. You worked with Jay Cornegay and his team. Um, then you took some time off and went to the other side of the counter uh, and made your living um, betting uh, for about eight years. And then you took this opportunity to get back into the industry here at Circus Sports. What changed the most in that nearly decade that you were on the other side of the counter? Um, I would say customers' expectations in terms of what I mentioned before, a product on the board. You know, customers are now into all the derivative markets that they may not have been into 10 years ago. And so, you know, whereas in the past, they were happy us just throwing up the games in the first halves, you know, now, now come, people come to expect quarters and, and team totals and all these other derivatives, and they have a right to expect them. And so that's why we're doing our best to kind of meet it. Um, so that's one change, I think, that happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, was... <laughs> I, I want to touch on something uh, that I've talked to you about at length, which is in-game betting and the product we offer yeah. uh, and what we've done in Colorado and maybe uh, turning that to Nevada. This is the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. We're talking with Circus Sports Book Director Matt Metcalf about his experience so far with Circus Sports and what we're offering, what changes he may see coming. We've partnered with Deck Prism in Colorado to offer a more robust in-game menu. How do you think that's gone so far? And is there any chance that that, that could be translated to the state of Nevada? Um, I think it's gone incredible. For those of you who uh, aren't familiar with Deck Prism, uh, Matthew Davidow and Ed Miller um, have spent the past three years, four years, building what I think is going to be the best in-game product in America. Um, we're happy to be 
to be on board with them early in that process and kind of using Circus Sports as, you know, a place where they can help hone their models and make this a product that is, is you know, best in class. Um, you know, we're, we're growing that product every day. It gets better by the day. Um, I do think that product will be in Nevada at some point. Um, I can't speak to when, but we plan to launch that product in Iowa the way we launched it in Colorado. And it's just been a great experience working with those guys so far because, you know, they make us better. And I like to think, you know, what we do and our strength and trading and booking these games makes them better. You've introduced several dif differentiators since we started Circus Sports, alternate win totals, uh, cross-board parlays, the yes-no markets, and generating the opening college football line. Of those that I just mentioned, which has been the most impactful for your business? Probably without a doubt, it's probably been the opening college football line. Um, I, would, I would say that that's garnered us the most attention from beat writers. When we post those games, you know, Twitter really grabs onto it and everybody kind of can reference, oh, this is the first line. It took a lot of time, I think, just introducing us to these people who didn't know who we were. And so a lot of people were, who's Circle Sports? Is that a real sports book? You know, I think we've, we've made our mark enough that people understand, you know, it is a real sports book. We're in Las Vegas and we're making the first line in the world. Um, you know, that said, I will, to the, to the end of time, say our differentiator is customer service and how we interact with our players. You know, all, all that is great, putting up the first line and all that, but if we don't have the right attitude and we're not, and we're not here and happy to take bets. And I'm going to go back to a question you asked and say, what was one of the biggest surprises I, I kind of had coming back into the industry? This was another one of those big surprises and that, you know, I feel like we're, we're kind of in the minority in terms of sports books who have fun and like to take bets. You know, if I couldn't go back and, you know, go to back of house and come in every morning and, and take big limits and take bets that, that get me excited and, and, you know, start trading and, and really feel my blood flowing that way, I don't know if I would do this. It just would be boring to me. And so we're trying to do something that's fun to us. We're trying to push the limits. And we're also trying to, you know, embrace everybody because, you know, we, most of us in the back room have been on the professional sports betting side. We understand what it's like to be talked down to and treated like your business isn't valuable. And so we think we built a product that values each and every one of our customers and, and, you know, I, that's something that I, I couldn't operate this business if we didn't have that belief system. So. Matt Metcalf is the director at Circus Sports. Matt, you, you are part of making that opening college football number, but you don't do it by yourself. Kind of walk us through the process that you have each week before that number comes out on Sunday morning. Yeah, it's kind of a – I've, I've spoken about this before. It's kind of a, a mad dash from Saturday morning when we get in and start booking the games until Sunday at 11 a.m. when we hang the first number. You know, I, I'm going home around – 6 p.m., eating real quick, watching some of, you know, second half of some game, and then kind of heading up to my office and, and just working from probably 8 p.m. till I fall asleep. And so then I wake up in the morning, and, and again, we're trying to get, I'm trying to get every piece of, every injury information I can, you know, adjust every power rating, go back through the scores for the whole season and kind of see what today's results meant. You know, and then I have all the other guys who are probably doing something similar, and they email me their numbers by 9 a.m., and then we put it all together and have it up by 11. And, how much do you look ahead to the weather uh, a week later when making the totals on these games? That's not really my part in the process. Mm -hmm. We have somebody who does the totals who does look in the weather. So, you know, to answer that, we, we do look at the weather. I, I would say it's, it's a big factor more in the winter when we see possible snow, possible wind, winter storms. You know, we're probably not playing it out that far when it's, when it's September and, and October as much. But it, it's, a, it's a huge factor. Yeah. It was interesting. I sat there with you a couple of years ago and looked at uh, how you have your power ratings for your college football team. And you, you sort of use a tail that goes back two to three years. So you look at how you've adjusted them week to week and even year to year uh, when you come up with that number. 
transfer portal new this year. A lot of players going from one team to another team. I mean, 25 people left the University of Tennessee. Early this year, is this going to be the most difficult year for you making early numbers because of these changes? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's a huge change from a standpoint of we've done this for other sports. So college basketball, you know, you'll get programs where where guys kind of leave all at once when a coach leaves. And granted, now you know they can play immediately, so it does change the change the uh, game. And you haven't seen as much in terms of these teams playing together. But after last year, honestly, we can adjust to anything after COVID. So I mean, I, I just feel, you know, booking through that was was such a great thing, honestly, in hindsight, to get us versatile and kind of nimble and being able to adjust numbers on the fly. So I'm not overly worried about it. There's always a ton of adjustments in the first couple of weeks during college football season. And, you know, we'll always be aggressive with our moves. Do you think for this coming football season that we'll see more handle on Saturdays than we do on Sundays? No. You think Sundays will still be king? <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, people ask me that all the time. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't see college football overtaking NFL anytime, you know, anytime soon. So. Extra year of eligibility granted because of COVID. The really good players still got drafted. Mm-hmm. They, they moved on. Maybe some of these next-tier schools, you know, not the usual six suspects that always make the playoffs, right. got to keep some players that they normally wouldn't have with the extra year of, of eligibility. Do you see this as a year where somebody that hasn't cracked the playoff does and maybe somebody from a group of five conference? A lot of uh, senior leadership, you know, perfect for uh, ESPN to talk about on all their broadcasts. So – I, I don't think it's going to affect things in that in that stance where, where you're going to get a you know a group of five team that's seasoned and veteran like you know these teams played about what they are and, and normally when you have a group of five team that returns with other players they're they're not ramping it up another like touchdown in their power rating they're normally playing to about what they are like I, I just don't see that being a, a huge impact. No. I find Cincinnati to be very interesting this year. I think they're going to go undefeated now. They have to go to Notre Dame. They get they get that game so they they can have the marquee game there. The American Athletic Conference is uh, maybe not uh, what it was two or three years ago, but it's still a very strong conference. Uh, they've had success playing against Power Five schools. They beat UCLA. Um, do you think Cincinnati has a chance to make the playoffs this year if they can go through with an undefeated season, have very solid margins of victory throughout the year? I, I probably would have said no to this question, you know, last year maybe at the beginning. Um, I, I think. As top-heavy as college football is, we're still seeing some degree of parity where the good teams can lose. I mean, it just takes such a crazy scenario for a team like Cincinnati to sneak into me. So, you know, I think they're a, a, a capable football team. I mean, they're still, I think in my ratings, I have them an 18. They'd be like an 18-point dog in my numbers to Cincinnati on a neutral. Probably like two touchdowns to like Oklahoma or Ohio State. So I, I don't think they're at all any threat to win the national title. I mean, I guess, you know, with some miracle-type thing that plays out, they could sneak in, but no, they're not winning. Clemson, uh, in the marquee matchup of the early year in week one, um, Clemson plays Georgia in North Carolina, line settling in around four now. Georgia obviously can lose this game and still win the SEC and get into the playoff. Is the ACC strong enough that if Clemson loses to Georgia, they can still run the table and make the playoff? Somebody asked me this question, and I'm not normally the person asking this stuff, so I went through their schedule and, and looked at, looked at Clemson's schedule and, you know, they miss Miami, they miss North Carolina on the regular season. You know, it, it's going to be tough. I mean, I, if, if they lose that game, which they, they well could, I mean, the, the wise guys and the sharps will be all over Georgia in this game. Cause I think they're, they're looking at it as these are essentially the same program player wise and Georgia's or Clemson's got a new quarterback. So, so Georgia's got every right to win that game and, and yeah, it, it'll be tough. I, I think Clemson will have to win out and do so impressively. And, and I don't think it's a lock that they lose that game and get in. 
you're a Florida guy, so you follow the SEC very closely. You follow everything. Obviously, you have to rate every team. But you, you've always had a special interest in the SEC. Um, is this Georgia's year? A lot of people on Georgia, a lot of people on JT Daniels for the Heisman. My partner, Amal, thinks uh, Georgia makes the playoffs and has a great shot at a national championship this year. It feels like it, but I've said this so many times that I, I wouldn't. I'm at the point where I can't even – I'm stopping myself from going to the window. I saw 10-1 to 1 on Georgia, and I'm like, that's just a great bet. I'm like, Georgia's the same team as, as Clemson. You know, I, I just I, – I like Oklahoma. I like Ohio State. I think those programs are a level above Georgia, but I think Georgia's right there. And I think Clemson is not as good as Ohio State and Oklahoma this year. Um, I, yes, I, I, I like Georgia, but I, I don't know if I could tell somebody to go bet that with their, with their hard-earned money. So, Your school, Florida. Um... At least they get to play in the SEC East. They don't have to go up against that 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 killer killer's row in the in the SEC West. Uh, how do you see Florida performing this year? They feel like a solid kind of middle of the road SEC team. I think they're I think they're probably five five six seven points worse than Texas A&M, Georgia. Like I, I just think those teams are at another level past Florida this year. Um, but with Mullen coming in as coach, I've I just have such faith in him, and I've seen him adjust to the the weapons he has on offense. He's not kind of set in his system. He'll do what he needs to do based on the players he has. And for that reason, to me, he's just always somebody that I elevate um, no matter what talent he has. Just watching what he did at Mississippi State, you know, getting them to number one in the rankings with, with a team that, you know, just didn't have the talent to compete on, you know, the, the higher end of the SEC was impressive to me. You mentioned Texas A&M. Uh, is this all in this year for Jimbo there? They get Alabama at home. Um, what do you make that number right now? I'd have it... Probably around Bama six. Um, I I like Texas A&M this year. The only question marks are a quarterback. You know, Jimbo has a way of elevating programs. You know, he's he's come in there and he's taken them to my mind. You know, just a notch behind the Georgias and the Clemsons and, and you know all those elite teams. So yes, I, I think this is the year that that you could see if they can win that Bama game. You know, there's no reason why that team can't have a shot to win the SEC title and possibly play for a national title. Ohio State, I, I believe that Ohio State is as much ahead of the pack in the Big Ten as Clemson is ahead of the pack in the ACC. Agree or disagree? Um, yeah, I, I can agree with that. I mean, there's, there's more teams in the Big Ten that have a shot on any given day kind of to give Ohio State a game, but their program is just elite. I mean, it's just I, the talent they have at that program. I, I, don't, I, I can only glance to Bama, and it still feels like Ohio State has better players than Bama somehow. So. I, I, I don't see anyone beating Ohio State in the Big Ten. I don't see anybody beating Oklahoma in the Big 12. I, to me, these teams are just they've so separated from the pack that they're just, and, and Clemson, like you said, um, they're, they're just so much better than the other teams. How close is Iowa State to o Oklahoma? Uh, they're at least a touchdown behind them, at least. I mean, it might be more. Like, you know, if, if, if everything goes perfect for Iowa State, I still feel like they're a seven-point dog and a neutral to them. Yeah, and, they, and, it could, and it could not go perfect. They might be a 10, 10 13-point dog. They've had a history of playing Oklahoma tough. Mm -hmm. And I think that factors in, and everybody loves Campbell, and they have two Heisman Trophy candidates. So there's sort of a buzz, uh, a buzz right now about them. Another buzz on this network in talking about college football has been the Pac-12. Is this year the year of the return of the Pac-12? I argue that if Oregon loses at Ohio State, and they're, you know, they're a double-digit underdog there, that that's it for the Pac-12 as far as, as the playoffs. Other people... Um, have said, no, USC could be a playoff team. Utah could be a playoff team. What's your feeling in general about the top of the Pac-12? I'm, I'm so excited about the Pac-12 just from a standpoint of the parity. There's so many teams there. You know, USC makes the Pac-12 interesting every year because 
they're always playing below their talent level. And so that's a team that I would honestly, if, if they had a better history and, and better kind of coaching historically, um, you know, and when I say historically, I mean the past few years, um, I would rate them on par with like Texas A&M. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited about their coordinators. I, I think that they have really strong coordinators, and I think that that could put them in a spot where they're able to take advantage of their talent. So that's probably honestly like the team with the highest ceiling, I think, in the Pac-12. Oregon is the steady team that you know can get it done. And then you've got teams, Utah, Arizona State, um, Washington, and even even a team like UCLA, I, I don't think is that far behind some of those teams in the Pac-12. So. You think UCLA will be improved on defense? I don't think they can be any worse, so mm-hmm. I think they will be improved. I, you know, I'm probably too much of a Chip Kelly guy, and I probably give him too much credit, but I like the steps they took. Even though they, lo- they didn't do well last year on the record, they were, most of their games were close. Most of the losses were close. And, and I look for them to take a step forward, and they, they would not surprise me being in the running for the Pac-12. It just wouldn't surprise me. Give me a team that you think is overranked or overrated here at the start of the season. You, you mentioned you might ask this question, and you made me do something that I literally I hate to do. Like, every time I do this, I feel like it makes me dumber. I had look to look up the ranked. coach's poll. Yeah, oh. and so I had to write this down because I have no idea where they rank those teams and for what reason. So, all right, the teams, according to the coach's poll, that my power ratings didn't necessarily agree with, Notre Dame, Cincinnati, and LSU all seem to be rated too high. Those teams, I felt like, were probably five to ten spots too high. And then if you want to go, teams that I thought should be higher were underrated. I came up with Wisconsin, Texas, and Penn State, I thought were a little better than their rankings indicated. So. There's an interesting game. I believe it's in week three. A rare SEC team goes to play on campus at Big Ten. Um, Auburn goes to Happy Valley to play Penn State. That number sitting at right around six and a half, seven right now. It would be light to me, but I'm not a huge fan of the Harson hire. And so I haven't really done anything with Auburn's number. I kind of downgraded them. And then Penn State, for some reason, I, I'm still kind of always have those memories of when Penn State could rival Ohio State back a few years ago. And so I'm really quick to try to move Penn State back up to that level. You know, to me, and if I looked at my numbers right now, I know I would have that number like probably like 11, 10 or 11. And I know that's too high because I know the market wouldn't agree. But I think it's at least seven. So I, I would, I would be, I'd probably bet that short of seven. I'd lay six. Yeah. Do you think Wisconsin wins the Big Ten West? Uh, yeah, I think, I think Wisconsin's done a good job in, in taking their program to the next step. And, you know, they've, they've impressed me the past few years, even though they kind of ran into rough times down the stretch last year. But, yeah, I like Wisconsin. All right. So um, Clemson, Ohio State, you like Oklahoma. The Pac-12 is up for grabs. Yeah, I, I, Pac-12 completely up for grabs. I, I was trying to decide who I wanted to make favorite in that, and I know most people have Oregon the favorite, and I was going back and forth at Oregon-USC. I really want to make USC favored, but I know, I know the market's going to disagree with me, and I didn't know if I wanted to just like hand these guys over Oregon bets. So I, I think we opened Oregon like a 10, like 10 cents ahead at like plus 285, and I think we opened uh, USC like plus 295. Let's close quickly with a little home cooking. Mountain West, Paul Stone loves Nevada, UNR, as an upset winner of the league. Any thoughts on you? Yeah, I, I agree with them. I mean, their offense is so prolific, and, you know, the quarterback play should be incredible and strong. And yeah, I, I like them. Um, see what Fresno does this year. I, I, I'm, I don't pay huge attention to Mount West until things start going. So, yeah, I agree with them. Man, I appreciate you taking the time today. It's no all, problem. It's always terrific info. Pick the mind of, of one of the top bookmakers in, in the land. Uh, when we come back, we'll try to have a bounce back with the Palm Readers Playbook. We're going to look at some Major League Baseball, some preseason football, and some soccer from Europe. That's next on The Nuts.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Not valid in Iowa. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. It was a tough day for the playbook yesterday. Eric Morgan uh, got battered around by the A's. So that first five total, the A's went over all by themselves uh, with the big bottom of the fourth. You know, I had Darvish, and for you Padres fans, you know, that's a game you don't lose. You're a serious 
playoff contender last night. You have your ace and you, Darvish, the starter, Widener, for the Diamondbacks, gets scratched about 90 minutes before the game, and they throw a bullpen game, and you get battered around in Phoenix by the team with the worst record in baseball. It's it's very disappointing. They got off to a 2 nothing lead in the first, and then you know, pitches piled up on you, and he ends up giving up five in the bottom of the third uh, in a short outing, but it, it, it was not a good performance. And then I had the two-unit play on the Giants and Rockies under. Rockies can't score on the road. Logan Webb rolling along. It's one nothing Giants. It's the bottom of the fourth, and here comes that Giants magic. And they put up a sixth spot in the bottom of the fourth to send the first five over. That was the last runs of the game. That was your final score, 7 nothing. So if I would have played the game under, it would have won. But uh, uh, we, we took the big goose egg yesterday. So let's bounce back. We have four plays over the weekend. Two baseball plays today and two soccer plays tomorrow. Let's start out in Philadelphia. Great pitching matchup. Uh, Molly against Wheeler. We, we know Wheeler has been so good. Right now, the favorite in the Cy Young race uh, in the National League. He threw the two-hitter Sunday on Roy Holiday Day. It, Reds with a big victory in Atlanta yesterday. Molly has been so good. Six and two on the road this year. I think this is a good, very good pitching matchup. I was surprised this total was eight and a half. I took the first five under four at even money here. And then we go to the West Coast for a late game. Robbie Ray, who's been just fantastic for the Blue Jays this year, he's taken on Chris Flexen, who we've been on many times. I'm going to go against Flexen and the Mariners here. I'm going to play the run, run line with the Blue Jays to bounce back from uh, a loss in, in Anaheim. Blue Jays tonight, minus a run and a half, minus 105, backing Robbie Ray. I thought about Ray first five, but it's a heavy price, almost 190. So, We'll go with the run line there. EPL opens today. I've got a small play. It's not in the playbook on this Arsenal game coming up in 30 minutes. I played under two and a half, playing against a team that just got promoted in the EPL. The game I do have in the playbook is tomorrow morning. Everyone knows the pitter-patter of Little Feet. Yes, that's the Wolverhampton Wolves. They're hosting uh, Leicester City. The Foxes like this game under two and a half. This could very easily be a one nothing final in favor of Leicester City here. I don't see the Wolves scoring in this game. If they do, it's probably 1-1. Only laying 20 cents here. And then in an NFL game tomorrow night, preseason game, I'm, I'm reading the, the preview of this game. Uh, Brandon Staley, the new Chargers coach, uh, says he's not going to play the starters tomorrow night. We all know how Sean McVay hates the preseason. He's not, he doesn't like to play his starters at all as well, maybe just one series. I think this is going to be a very low-scoring game. This, this could be 9-6, 12-6, 12-9, 10-6, one of those games. I, I don't think you can make the total low enough, and I think it's going to move. I think it'll come down to around 31 before game time here as there's more talk about how long the starters are going to play, if at all. So in the Battle of L.A. in the preseason, we go under 32-and-a-half here in the Chargers game. I wanted to comment uh, at some point on the show today about the wonderful production that was the Field of Dreams game last night in Dyersville, Iowa. Dyersville, Iowa... 25, 25 miles from my hometown of Dubuque. You heard Joe Buck talking about staying. He said the Hotel Julian. It's the Julian Inn in Dubuque, named after the founder of the town, Julian Dubuque. I worked there in high school. I did night audit there. It's a historic old hotel. But what a night for baseball it was. Uh, you got to see the American League Cy Young leader, Lance Lynn, who wasn't particularly sharp with his one pitch and gave up the home run to judge. But the White Sox rally took the lead for him. And cruised into the ninth with a 7-4 lead. And Liam Hendricks gives up a pair of two-run home runs to put the Yankees ahead. And then Tim Anderson walks it off against Zach Britton with a shot to right into the cornfield to win the game for the White Sox. 9-8. You saw the fireworks like you used to see at Comiskey go off. But what a fantastic scene. What an opening with Kevin Costner walking out of the cornfields 
and into center field and onto the field and all the players. Rob Manfred, I've been very critical of you and the job you've done in Major League Baseball for a variety of reasons, with the rules changes, with the contraction of minor league baseball. What you did last night having this game, despite JVT's objection to it, was a great night for baseball, great night for America, a great night for the state of Iowa. When we come back, we'll have the junkyard dog, Jeff Davis, join us. We'll talk a little golf and hockey. That's next on The Nuts. Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide is only $20, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and the college guide. Reserve your copy, or better yet, sign up for the VSIN All Access Package and get everything we offer for the entire football season. What is that? It's the daily email from Bill 80 that gives you the best bets of every host and every guest on each show that day. It's all access 24-7 to all of our shows. You don't have to listen live. Go back. Listen to them at any time. Listen to them in podcast form. Listen to them at your convenience. Point spread weekly every Wednesday and, of course, the guides that I just talked about. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for details. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. We're having our Circus Sports Cavalcade Day. We heard from Matt Metcalf in the opening segment. Terrific information about his vision for the company, as well as his power ratings in college football this year and how he views teams according to the conventional wisdom and the betting market so far. And in the final segment, we're going to have Jeff Benson on. He's the Circus Sports Operation Manager, runs all the front of house operations. We'll talk to him about the football contests, as well as his view of the NFL this year. And right now we have the privilege of having on the nuts for the first time Jeff Davis, sportsbook manager at Circus Sports, longtime director for Caesars for the sportsbook there. Welcome in, Jeff. Thanks for taking the time this morning. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me. I want to ask you off the top how the transition has been coming from Caesars coming over here to Circa. Um, is it everything you thought it would be or better? Oh, it's better. Uh, you know, people ask me what it's like and what the differences are, and I really couldn't be happier. And we got such a great group of guys back there. And uh, you know, Matt gives us a ton of free reign to, you know, he trusts what we do and he trusts what we price, and we're you know trying to expand our menu. And it, it just, I really couldn't be happier. I want to talk to you a little bit about golf, and then we'll touch on hockey before we let you go this week. Currently underway is the Wyndham Championship going on right now um, in the middle of the second round. We saw Webb Simpson was the favorite with Matsuyama, the second choice in this tournament. Anything surprised you so far about the Wyndham? One of the most surprising things to me, actually, is how somebody like Rory Sabatini, who's been around for a long time, and really you don't hear much from him week in and week out, is an automatic being in contention at the Wyndham. Uh, we, every week he's 200, 200 to 50 to one. 
coming into the Wyndham this week, he was less than 100. He was 85-90. And sure enough, there he is sitting atop the leaderboard, tied with Webb Simpson, your favorite. Uh, It's odd. It's just sometimes these guys go to courses and they don't have to be informed. They don't have to have any semblance of a a long-term stretch of success. They just show up and play well, and and that's the case here with Rory this week. Do a lot of the golf uh, odds making and booking the golf tournaments as well as the hockey here at Circus Sports. We have posted our odds to win the Masters 2022 right now. John Rahm, the favorite, 12 to 1. Jordan Spieth, 13 to 1. DJ, 16 to 1. Brooks, 17 to 1. Bryson, 17 to 1. Uh, Matsuyama, 30 to 1. How's the action been so far on this future market? And in general, has anything surprised you about the handle in golf here at Circa? Well, the, the handle in golf at Circa just keeps going up. We we try every week to see if we can squeeze another half a percent of hold out of the market, and that makes everybody's price go up a little bit. And the guys that are 30 or 31 or 32, and the guys that are 40 or maybe 43, and it gets us to be the best price on, in the market on you know, 60, 70, 80% of the guys. And when that happens, you're taking bets. And with the Masters early, we hung it pretty much right after the open was over. And it's been, it's been great. We took some, uh, we took some long shot money. We hung Ricky Fowler uh, over 200 to one, not currently qualified. Uh, That's been a very popular bet at the window. Uh, The golf handle just doesn't stop here at Circa. And uh, hopefully uh, that trend continues all the way into next summer and beyond. Talking with Jeff Davis, assistant sportsbook manager at Circus Sports. You can find him on Twitter at underscore junkyard. Jeff, you're widely regarded as one of the sharpest hockey minds here in the Las Vegas Valley. Who did you think has had the best off season so far in the NHL? I really like what St. Louis has done. St. Louis really struggled last year. Yeah, they were in the same division is Colorado and Vegas and had to play them eight times apiece. But they were really bitten by the injury bug, really putting together a, a kind of a piecemeal lineup. Uh, they go out and get Pavel Bushnevich from, from the Rangers. Uh, Bushnevich is an excellent player. It doesn't get a lot of publicity given they have Panarin, uh, Fox, and Zibanejad. Uh They got him for almost nothing, just Sammy Blay, uh, given that the Rangers had all kinds of cap issues. Uh, St. Louis also went out and got Brandon Saad, uh, goal scorer who played with Colorado last year. Uh, combine that with uh, a team that figures to be healthy, and you've got some young kids like Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas that figure to, to take a step forward. Uh, I would expect this team to have uh, a nice little bit of resurgence here. And, and to me, uh, them and Dallas are clearly the second-best team in, in the Central behind Colorado right now. I like the move to get Flurry by the Blackhawks. I'm surprised he's going to go there and play. I'm surprised that he's the one that goes out and we keep Leonard here in, in Vegas. Talk to me about the Blackhawks. I, I think they have a good young goaltender in Lankinen, and Flurry could be the perfect guy to tutor him and split time with him. Are the Blackhawks a playoff team this year? Can they be? Yes. There's a lot of ifs. And there's a lot of ways this can go. I was talking to someone in the office the other, uh, you know, in the last couple of days, saying that I feel like their spectrum of results is very wide. Uh, Flurry could come back in and and have another Vezina type season, or he's in goalie at the end of his career, off, you know, a career year. Is there some regression in line? Yeah, maybe. And then they they go out and trade for 
Seth Jones and sign him to a giant deal. Are they getting the Seth Jones that really regressed last year, or are they getting the Seth Jones that was a far better player two, three, four years ago? Maybe he has a little bit more success uh, outside of the the Tortorella system where he can play a little bit more offensively. Uh, They also got uh, McCabe from Buffalo, who is an excellent defensive defenseman, uh, something they surely lack. Uh, they've got another year of Kirby Dock. Uh, big, big, definite, uh, wide range of results. But yeah, there, I guess there's some uh, some optimism there for the Blackhawks. Jeff, we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day, and look forward to having you on more during the NHL season. Sounds good, Mike. Thank you. Terrific stuff from Jeff Davis. He is very, very, very sharp. You've heard him. Over the years on Follow the Money with Mitch and Paul used to be a Monday regular on that show. When we come back, the living legend, Jeff Benson. That's next on the Nets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. And our final guest today on a Friday is Jeff Benson, sportsbook manager for Circus Sports. You handle all the front of house operations. Is that correct, Jeff? Yes, all of the front of house at uh, our five properties and everything that we do online in Colorado and here in you mentioned five properties, recent expansion here in 2021. We're now at Tuscany. Uh, for those folks that's not familiar, here in Las Vegas, just off the Strip. Uh, and in the past, in Henderson, downtown Henderson. How's it gone working with different operators, putting our book in, uh, being in different houses for the first time? Yeah, I think it's certainly something that, uh, you know, excited us this year to, uh, you know, expand our footprint uh, from downtown Las Vegas and expand on the three properties we have down here. You know, being able to work with the team over at the Tuscany uh, and the team over at the past um, and really, uh, you know, provide Circus Sports uh, to other locations here in Nevada has, has certainly been something that's been well received. Um, and I think, you know, the model for a long time um, has been, you know, William Hill in a lot of these places. Um, and so for us, you know, uh, I, I think we provide, you know, a different kind of uh, service than maybe, you know, some of these other operators um, in which we're able to focus on, you know, extending limits to some of these sharper players, um, providing transparency and, you know, providing an elevated level of guest service that I don't think is really seen uh, or taken uh, here in the sports betting space. We've seen the signups for the Circa Million Three and the Circa Survivors start to tick up 60s on Monday, 60s on Wednesday, close to 90 yesterday, but there's still a long way to go. Can you update the the nuts loyalists out there about where we stand right now and, uh, and what your projections are for where you think we're going to get. Yeah. So, uh, certainly, uh, the last couple of days have been, uh, encouraging to see in terms of the number of people, both, uh, local and out of state, uh, who have come into the contest, um, and, and signed up, uh, which has been really, really positive. You know, as we gear up here for, uh, our second contest weekend, you know, I know we'll be doing an event down at bar Canada, uh, with yourself, Derek, uh, Matt Humans, uh, and Mitch Moss, um, and then we'll be out at Stadium Swim tomorrow. But you know, to you know, with with preseason football starting this week, you know, I think it's it's really getting um, you know people excited about this season. Um, you know, are we going to reach that ten million dollar mark? Uh, you know, four million in the Circa Million uh, and six million in the Circa Survivor. I don't know. I know we've talked about the overlay for years now, and we've uh, you know exceeded it year one and year two. Uh, you know, with the growth uh, from one million to six million in Survivor, it's certainly going to be tough. Um, but I would say we'll we'll definitely hit the guarantee in the million, um, and I'd say maybe you know forty five hundred five thousand entries in Circus Survivor. If it gets to the last week and the Survivor, let's just say it's around three thousand, right? And there's a three million dollar overlay. You've got four days left. Do you have the capacity to do? Five, seven, eight hundred survivor signups in a day. Yeah, I, I would say between you know the five properties that we have um, and the amount of supervisors and, and, and ticket writers we have, we'll certainly be able to to process that. And you know, to your point, you know, when you when you guarantee six million in a contest and you're doing no rake um, and you're providing this to the player, you know, I, I it'd be interesting to see what the market thinks of that and you know whether they let that overlay go or whether they kind of gobble it up. We've certainly seen a trend in the industry of, of more and more of the volume coming through mobile apps. I was not a mobile app guy. I was always an over-the-counter guy, but the pandemic uh, forced me to change. You know, I opened a mobile app curbside, like, uh, you know, at William Hill. You guys offered it. South Point offered it. We saw people come in, sign up, do deposits. Does the, the shift in the percentage of volume 
more and more to mobile make your job as a sportsbook manager more difficult or less difficult? I would say for me, it's probably more difficult. You know, for us, like I said, you know, with the elevated level of guest service that we approach um, and making sure that we answer, you know, every question. You know, I'm getting a lot of phone calls, DMs, texts, emails, things like that. And I always want to make sure that I respond to, to our players because, you know, they certainly have questions. Uh, that want to be answered. So I would say even though, you know, the way we're trending, which is the majority of our business uh, is going to eventually be on mobile, um, I would say obviously with the world's largest three-story sports book behind me, you know, being able to interface both with our clients, uh, you know, virtually and here at Circa and our downtown properties, you know, I think it's a nice healthy mix. But, you know, like I said, as we transition to more and more mobile, um, and the way that we go about our guest service, you know, it, it certainly puts a little bit more on my plate than, you know, maybe other sportsbook managers. Circus Sports, uh, one of the ways it got on the map was offering alternate win totals uh, in the NFL a couple of years ago. And they were very, very popular. If you have a strong opinion on a team, why not take plus 200 uh, on that team winning or losing one more game than, than projected? What have been the most popular NFL alternate win totals so far this year? Yeah, it, uh, you know, the NFL uh, win totals are certainly very popular. And then, uh, you know, Chris Bennett, uh, who heads up our risk room, you know, he certainly does a good job offering, to your point, you know, a win higher and a win lower uh, than what you would find on the regular win total. And just adjusting the juice. Uh, and it's kind of a different way to play it. Um, and, it, you know, for those people who believe in a little bit more variance, you know, especially with what we're going through with the pandemic and injuries and COVID and things like that, it allows you to either, you know, lay a, a healthy price or, or get a big plus price and kind of approach it in a different angle. So I think so far this year, uh, we, we've seen quite a bit of uh, play on the Raiders alternate high over, uh, which is not surprising given that, uh, you know, this will be the first year that, uh, you know, fans will be at Allegiant and things like that. So I certainly think that's a little bit of a public play. Um, and given the market that we're in, certainly definitely makes sense. Um, and then obviously with everything with Aaron Rodgers and whether he was going to retire, not retire, and kind of going back and forth with, with the whole Packers saga, uh, once it became apparent he was going to play or some of those rumors started to trickle in, uh, we definitely saw some play on the Packers alternate high over. Jeff, you followed the NFL very closely, uh, even back to your days working at the Bingo Palace, also known as the Palace Station. Give me an upset division winner, a team not favored to win their division that you think will win the division this year? I don't know how much of an upset it would be, um, but I'd like, like I said, when I look at the AFC North, um, I think it's a pretty wide-open division, um, and I think the AFC in general is pretty wide open after you get past the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I think when you look at it, you know, the Browns uh, and the Ravens are both kind of in that co-favorite range. Um, if I can find a plus 120, 125 on the Ravens, uh, that's certainly something that interests me. Obviously, uh, they weren't, they didn't play as well last year, and I think they're maybe a little bit off the, the radar in the map. And I think uh, when you look at everybody is talking about Cleveland and Baker Mayfield and you know Odell Beckham will be back and kind of everything they've done, I think uh, you know the Ravens are kind of sliding under the radar a little bit. You know, I like what they did. Uh, bringing in Sammy Watkins, drafting Rashad Bateman uh, certainly will help stretch the field. I know both of them have a little bit of uh, injury concerns. Um, but when you when you get Justin Houston to shore up the defensive line um, and you bring in Kevin Zeitler to shore up the offensive line um, and you got another full year of uh, Lamar Jackson in that system, you know, I, I certainly think I'd be looking at the Ravens to win that division. 
Um, if you can find somewhere between an 18 to 1, 20 to 1 in that range for the Super Bowl, I think that's a pretty good bet. Lamar Jackson, somewhere in the neighborhood of 16 to 1 to be the MVP. Uh, those are similarly correlated bets, but I'm, I'm high on the Ravens, a little bit lower than the market, maybe on the Browns and some of the other teams in that division. Does Lamar Jackson's second bout of COVID and his reticence to get vaccinated give you any pause on those opinions? Not really. You know, I, I think you're going to go into this year and, you know, we've written in some rules in, in terms of win totals, you know, must uh, have 17 games as opposed to must play 17 games. And obviously we've written in some rules for, for forfeits, uh, you know, with the way the NFL is going to approach him in terms of the win loss record, you know, for the contest and things like that. But, Given that we're in the pandemic, and obviously it's something that we struggled with last year, I, I think there's certainly going to be games that you know maybe are canceled or players that have to sit out because of COVID, whether they're vaccinated or not vaccinated. You know, at this point, it, it doesn't really factor into my power ratings or numbers. You said you thought the AFC was pretty wide open after the Chiefs. How close are the Chargers to the Chiefs, and do you think the Chargers are a definite playoff team? Yeah, like I said, I, I, I don't think, there's necessarily a definitive number two there in the AFC. I mean, obviously, you know, what the Titans did getting Julio Jones and uh, obviously people, you know, like Josh Allen and the Bills. And then uh, obviously I just talked a little bit about the Ravens um, and the Cleveland Browns. But, you know, I think uh, if Justin Herbert's able to, uh, you know, take a step forward, you know, off his already fantastic uh, rookie of the year season um, and, and really kind of move the needle there for, for the Chargers, you know, I think they could certainly close the gap a little bit um, on the Chiefs. But, uh, you know, the Chiefs are a pretty big favorite in that division with good reason. And, um, you know, I think when you look at the Raiders, uh, the Chargers, and the Denver Broncos, you know, they're kind of, to me, all, all pretty similar. Uh, you know, 8-9 and team, 9-8 and team, that's kind of their ceiling in my opinion. Is Matt Stafford what the Rams needed to win a Super Bowl? I don't think so. Um, you know, like I said, he, he was great uh, in Detroit. Um, you know, I think when you look at his metrics, you know, he's an above average quarterback. Um, he's definitely an improvement over Jared Goff. Um, I'm not a huge running back guy, but I think, uh, you know, losing Robert Akers definitely hurts. Um, you know, hopefully Daryl Henderson can step up and fulfill those shoes. Um, but I don't necessarily believe this year is going to be the Rams year. Uh, they'll certainly, given our proximity to L.A., be a, uh, a definite public play in the, in the future market um, and over-the-counter on a weekly basis. Tampa Bay returns all 22 starters from a Super Bowl championship team. Do all roads go through Tampa Bay, or do you think the Packers can steal home field advantage again? Yeah, I mean, it certainly looks like all roads go through Tampa Bay, given that uh, – you know, the, the talent they're returning, it's kind of funny. Uh, after they won the Super Bowl, we opened in the 12-1 to 1 range uh, on them to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, when you look at the market now, that uh, that number looks rather long. Um, it's certainly been bet down here. And, you know, once it got into that 4-5-1 to five to one range, saw a little bit of uh, buyback on the no. Um, but given that they return all their starters and their, you know, last year's team, Obviously, a lot of it has to do with the health of Brady and, you know, if he continues to excel at a high level. Um, you know, I thought, you know, with some of their stuff in the playoffs, they got rather lucky, but it'll be interesting to see what the Packers do. Jeff, sure. thank you for taking time on your media tour day to stop by the nuts. Stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, it's Betting Across America.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.